Welcome back to Dark Rum Podcast. I'm Turtle. <laughs> I'm Steven. You're, no, your name's Kyle. What? Hi, Kyle. Steven. It's here, folks. The day we've been promising for a couple episodes, we're going to talk about aliens. And Jesus, and how Jesus is an alien. I don't, that wasn't what I was going to talk about. But I mean, all right, I'm curious. Uh, so I'll start with alien by what I was going to go into. All right. Well, just like ancient aliens, let's talk about how big aliens are. They're this big. I'm going to start. We'll probably do, to be clear, we're probably going to do multiple episodes on aliens because I'm a huge alien we're, nerd. We're going to talk about aliens a bunch. But also, all right, right, let's. if we're doing this, what level of belief of aliens do you have? Do you believe they touch our butts? Do you believe they're here on Earth? Or are they just somewhere in space? Okay. I 100% believe aliens exist do they I, touch our butts I'm, I'm getting there can i do may they, i speak do they touch our butts do you want me to touch your butt are you an alien you want to find out anyway you probe me i i am hesitant on whether or not they've actually encountered humans but i'm like 50 50 on are they watching us or involved in our everyday life the amount of technology that would be involved in aliens actually getting to earth is insane they'd have to have dedicated spaceships that are like all right we're not getting there but our great grandkids will get there not touch at your all butts. we're already working on faster than light technology it's never gonna happen we already have a working function nasa has the alicubier warp drive are people not- can't survive but also when they do it's still expected that human beings are gonna have to go and like make babies on the spaceship and that the ones right. that start the trip won't be the ones that end the trip. You're kind of doing a straw man argument on Fast and the Light because it's a real thing that exists. But also, I just said that even if it is, it's still going to take so long to get to places that it's going to require babies. Not necessarily. The, it depends on the, the level of advancement. It's not teleportation. It's insane. It's like one level faster than light. They're not going like 12 no, light years. The, the, the warp bubble... Theory, the Alucubier white drive that they're working on. This was not my intention for this episode. But I like I'm, this, though. <laughs> I'm going to break down faster than light. Let's fuck right. the rest. Hey, remember I said aliens? Not today. So Stargates. Let's talk than light Stargates. Travel. So right. that, that's the well, biggest I mean, cock tease of an is, intro. This is how aliens get places. So Shut up, Jared. Wow, that was too loud. <laughs> so... He threatened my life. Did he? There's going to be an episode of Dark Rum where I'm not here, and we're just talking about how Jared killed me, and he's in jail now, and Ryan's just I'm not actually look, sad. If there's an episode of Dark Rum where it's just Jared and I, I'm not, and, and he implicitly killed you, I'm not bringing it up. I'm smiling, nodding, and doing the <laughs> show like everything's fucking fine. He's just covered in blood. He's like, all right, <laughs> it's, it's just, go. Yeah, he's like rolling. I'm like, yes, sir, here we go. <laughs> it's a great day with my host, Jared, who's been here the whole time and has definitely not been murdering Kyle in the corner while I cried. <laughs> okay, so here's the Alicubier white drive. Alicubier is the scientist that developed this theory. It's Albert. A, it's Cubier. A, a loop, close enough. <laughs> He developed this back in like the seventies. I forget. It's it's mathematical. We've had faster than light technology since the seventies. No, no. He had a mathematical theory on faster than light. So did Einstein, and then it was wrong. Mm. Anyway, I'm not even unpacking that. 
Big facts. So his the, the issue with his was he came to the conclusion with his mathematical equations that to send a standard shuttle from the Earth to the next near solar system would take a mass of exotic matter, matter we now know to be antimatter. Exotic matter? He called it exotic matter because back then we didn't know. We, we sexy. We theorized antimatter then. We didn't know, and it was called exotic matter. Now we know it's antimatter. What about dark matter? We have yet to actually be able to prove and or find it. Because it's dark. And it's in space, which is dark. And it, it's it, dark. it follows the laws of physics differently than we know the other matters. But anyway... That's so he he determined through math that it would take to send a ship, a standard ship, from here to like the near solar system or something like the Alpha Centauri, uh, a a mass of exotic matter the size of Jupiter. So not gonna happen. Just he even when even he was like, um, no time in the near future, not even close. He's like, one day we might have a, that much stuff, yeah, to burn like a a. a <laughs> Gas tank a, the a, size a, of Jupiter. A near star. Because Jupiter should have been a sun. There's a whole other thing about how Jupiter should have been another star. Somebody just needs to go there and like flick a match at it. Yeah. yeah basically, something like they don't know why it never kicked off, or at least as far as I know. But anyway, so once he got to that, he went, but it's never going to happen. Now, Dr. White and NASA, uh, five, ten years ago, bored, I'm assuming, <laughs> decided to play around with the figures. And he changed the dimensions of the bubbles he used more up-to-date math on antimatter whatever he did a bunch of equations it turns out we only need enough matter the size of mars less earth less venus much much less mercury less the moon think pluto smaller pluto we need to send a ship to our near solar system theoretically an amount of antimatter the size of a volkswagen beetle now, all of the sudden, that shit was possible. I mean, we make like 36 particles of antimatter a year, but there are companies that are trying to produce it more like en masse. And at least the size of a Volkswagen Beetle is something we can wrap our heads around. Jupiter's not, I mean, even a thousand years, 2,000 years from now, Jupiter's size of antimatter is probably never not going to be. This is why Elon Musk sent a Tesla to space. Uh,. And to bring this back to what our original topic is, the reason we now are able to do it, I'm not saying it's aliens, but aliens. Anyway. Aliens so came and touched their butts, and they said, yo, you guys are really bad at math. So while they're there, <laughs> fingering our butts, they're like, hey. Uh, so you're saying that an alien came down, saw Dr. White, and went, hey, if you change that warp bubble to like an egg instead of a sphere... You get like fifty miles to the gallon, and then shoved a rod up his ass. No, nah, he was like giving like a full blown like uh, prostate exam, and he was like, "You know, your math's a little off, right?" <laughs> so he's just going at it, and 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 he like cap happens to glance the equations, and it was like, "Hey, change that three to a four, and you got it, buddy." And the guy's yeah. like, "Doctor White's like, this is worth it." <laughs> and then the tentacle monster came in, and shit just got real crazy. Oh, Jeebus! Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> so now they're they've tested it. On no, you're a, supposed to transition to aliens now. <laughs> oh no, no, we're still talking about Alucarvier <laughs> white drives. You started this. We're talking about FTL um, now. I'm so good at stuff. Yeah. So 
They changed the equations around. They've tested it on a small scale. So we sent a mouse to no smaller Sirius. scale. We can't. So the issue with we the Alacubier Sirius. The issue with the Alacubier drive is we can't bend space time yet on a regular matter scale. Um, you need to be able to bend space time into a warp field, into a warp bubble, to make it work. We can't. Don't they, why don't they just go and get uh, the doc from Back to the Future? Because he's fictional. And so is this. Anyway, so <laughs> it is not. So then, but they can't. You just do said it. we need to be able to warp time. Uh, warp space time. It's different. Space time. I mean, they're the same thing, but they're different. It's the same thing. It's all made up. So anyway, it's like whose line is it anyway? We can do it on a quantum scale. We can do it on a in, in, an, in a lab on a much smaller scale with individual particles. We can affect the substance of space and tested these theories out to some to some extent. We also may have figured out a way to bend space time by accident. No aliens or aliens and probes, whatever. Uh, the uh, science lab in Australia was working on a uh, propulsion, a fuelless electrical engine, ion engine. That's and how fuelless engines and electrical engines work. They work on electrical. Yeah, but for propulsion in space, so not a wheel or something like that. It needs to be. They're working on a super something you so could. You're run saying the FTL is now also tied to perpetual motion. I never mentioned perpetual motion. No, but you just said. That it's electric, but it doesn't involve any kind of gears. It's it'd be an electric propulsion. It's it. This is this engine does not work on a physics level, as far as we understand it. Yeah, because to get propulsion in space, you need to push matter out to get pushed forward. That's how we. That's how we do rockets. That's how we do everything. You have to shoot something out the ass to make it move forward. That's how. All that's how work. physics works. They're looking at doing a way where they use microwaves and, and energy to kind of propel it outward. and Like just wiggle through we, space? We have ion engines that are super efficient, but very small. Push? Yeah, well, yeah, like something. But, but so what they discovered is... bring it back to aliens because you're a liar now. <laughs> I don't think anybody needs a science lesson. You were the one that wanted to We could go. This is not spooky. I'm getting like, wow, this is a lot of math. And there's none math, but it's how I feel about it. Okay. So I'm going to keep saying aliens until we talk about aliens. All right. So <laughs> Jesus. if you thought that was a lot of math, the Drake equation I'm going to go into about aliens is entirely math. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So here's why aliens have to exist. Here's a hard right turn for this episode. Here's why it aliens... wasn't. I had like many segues. <laughs> no, they were all hard right turns. No, they weren't. It was that one where it was like, no, oh, well, they so, got it. So aliens. So, that was to a bring good this one. back around is yeah. aliens could be here. Uh, here's why aliens have to exist. There's something called the Drake equation. I mentioned it just now. Yeah, okay. that's like um, that's like if it exists, then there's porn of it on the internet. No, that's rule thirty four. You're talking about. It's like the same thing. Statistically, probably pretty close. Yeah. So Alien porn. I'm going to do the brief, brief, dumb version of the Drake equation. Don't sue me if you hear me get it wrong, because I'm just shortening this down and getting rid of math for Kyle. If One. there's 100 billion planets, and... There's an innumerable amount of planets. Yes, but we're talking about our galaxy. I'm sorry, and I'm not even fucked up already. If there's 100 billion 
solar systems There's in our galaxy. There's an amount of solar systems. Yes, but you can use 100 billion as a place marker. It's a hypothetical. Okay. It could be 400 billion. It could Fake be... Fake number we're starting yeah. with. Fake number, but most, most scientists will say it's somewhere in the 100 billion range. With an I, because it's a... It's not real. It's imaginary. No, that's different. Imaginary numbers are not fake numbers. <laughs> anyway, say you have, say our galaxy is 100 billion solar systems. Our galaxy is 100 billion solar systems. All right, cool. We're on the board here. <laughs> Half of those are binary stars. Yeah, that's one. Wait, that's two. Wait, that's six. It can be. Wait, I'm so confused. What are we talking about? Like, Matt, like, like one is on and one is off? So there's a dead star and a live star, and it's like... No, binary stars are two or more stars rotating around each other, usually. Cool, I was right the first time before yeah, you started you looking it. at me, and I got confused, and then no, I started yeah, guessing you, things. You nailed it the first time, yeah. <laughs> You're actually on board. Um, so Star Wars. I'm going to try to shorten this down even more. Don't. Okay. When we do that, and then I give no information, and everybody's confused about what I'm talking okay. about. So we assume only single star solar systems like ours have planets. Because of orbital patterns. It's just yeah. not, you're not going to have a planet in the Goldilocks zone if you have two stars rotating, the orbits get all wonky, you have like extreme temperatures on either end. That's not necessarily true. We now think you can. But originally you assumed. If the suns move, you could, I think. Yeah, and we now know you probably can. It's more rare, but the original Drake equation assumed for only single star solar systems. Um, it also assumed that there was only a certain number of solar systems that had planets because when the Drake equation was originally written, we thought planets were the exception, not the rule. No planets are planets yeah. and they're planets. It's just crap trapped in a vortex. Yeah, pretty much. It's all just swirling around it's the gravity. Well, garbage, but we used to think like, Oh, planets don't happen all the time. Now we're like, Oh, now with, better t telescopes and whatnot we know oh they happen constantly most solar yeah. systems have planets most binary solar systems have planets everyone has planets and there's a bunch of other stuff like like what are the chances of life forming and then there's a, a random bias you have to put in like one out of seven one in a hundred million or one in a million chance life forms if all of the things meet whoa whoa, whoa. first of all you do realize how uh you were like there's a hundred billion yeah and then you said, there's a one in a million chance of life. Yeah. That's actually really good odds at that point. You're right. It is. That's where that's I'm getting. That's not rare. Yeah, well, you could have just been like, there's like a one in 50. It would well, been almost the same. Well, Because once you break it all down. I mean, and we now see, know. I'll do through, the math now. We just now knew from advanced chemistry and advanced biology that if the elements are there, the chance of life is more likely than. We now know that if given all of the elements, life will form rather than not. Probably. We, we used to think like it, it was. We used to think. I mean, like, do the elements really have to be that good considering the earth was like a million fucking degrees and they're like, boop. Yeah. So there's a bunch of factors like that. The old equation basically equaled out to like in our galaxy, there has to be statistically. Oh, and there's a factor for because I brought this up with Jared earlier. Um, a hundred thousand years, hundred million years, sorry, hundred million years for evolution and scientific development to a point where they're at our or above our technological level. Okay. So, but like how many of these are still not like how many of these planets that had life are in, uh, still in existence? Cause you got to think of how many of them may have been in solar systems that have already imploded. That's what the 100 million year mark is for. You use a 100 million year gap for what the planets we know exist now 
as the marker for they're here. They were in stable enough orbits to exist and evolve and develop technology. Probably at our level or more. And if you factor in all of these things, and there's way more. I'm skipping a bunch of these categories. So when our sun cools down enough and we all freeze to death, will Venus develop life? Maybe. Science. It's possible. When, if our sun you know, turns to a red dwarf instead of going supernova or something like that, uh, something like Mercury or Venus, probably Venus, will become Definitely more habitable. Mercury. No, Mercury is way too close. Um, our sun could collapse into something similar to a neutron star, though, in which case Mercury might become the life-sustaining planet. Uh, but it's probably just going to eat us. It's probably just going to eat us, at least as far as I know. So the numbers come out to, uh, if, if all things are even, all those numbers I factor, there's a bunch of other things. If you take out all of the scientific development we have since I've heard these equations forever ago, it's got to be in our galaxy at least 20,000 other alien races. We should go and touch their butts. Now that brings they us come to here and touch our butts. That's what we need to do. We need we to go need find to one first. less advanced than us and then we touch their butts and then we we justify it with the stories that we've heard of them touching our butts and then we're actually the bad guys in America. All right, I'm on board. So that brings us to the Fermi paradox. We should bring them blankets too. The Fermi paradox is why haven't we found evidence of aliens blankets like chicken pox blankets pot is that what you <laughs> took a minute it took, it me, like, took way me, too long i took way too long on that one <laughs> so why haven't we encountered these aliens that's um, the fermi paradox they have to be there there's so many of them because traveling through space is hard and they probably are like on but our you'd, level you'd think maybe. we'd encounter what we need to do is we need to like find a way and be like hey you guys and they're like so well, we you'd think you. we'd encounter we're radio like, waves. This though. is so cool. We're like, yeah, no, never thought we'd talk to each other. And then we're like, we should just meet in the middle. Can you guys make it to the middle? And they're like, yeah, can you? And we're like, yeah. And then we just meet in the middle because nobody has spaceships that go that far. Okay. Possibly. <laughs> that's actually kind of a thing that could happen if we encountered any sort of radio waves from them. Yeah. So that's the thing. And we, we do. And they go, we mm. pump out radio waves all the time. I mean, television stations from the 60s are blaring through space right now. Yeah, plus all we do is we shout math at aliens anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do. Um, so why haven't we seen any of their radio waves? There's a bunch of theories behind it. We were going into that. Uh, the Great Filter is what one of them. What about the wow? And actually, you mentioned one. What about the wow? What's the wow? The wow thing. The wow thing where the guy was, oh, the all, wow signal? He was all listening. He marked in like, and said wow. wow. We actually were pretty sure that wow signal was the neutron star pulses. Oh. But... You know, that's a lot of other... It's not... It's... It, it's We hear... It's just because we hear a lot of things in space, probably. Well, yeah, we hear... There's a there's a ton, a ton of background radiation. Space is actually and super noise. loud. Yeah, there's tons of, of radio wave noise that we're searching through for actual signal patterns. You brought up something about how do you know they didn't wipe themselves out or whatever. And that's the Great Filter. Now, there's some theories that say the Great Filter is... A race gets to a certain point. Let's say hypothetically, they hit the year 2020, and they all the major countries have nukes, and the climate change is happening, and they have some. That's idiot. not what I said. I said the sun ate them. Yeah, and then they're they have some leader that <laughs> let's just for the sake of argument doesn't care about a pandemic and only cares about making money. Then will they wipe themselves out? Whoa, 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 whoa! We've had worse than currently. 
we've used nuclear bombs before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the point is the great filter is: do all races hit a point where they blow themselves up or die from climate change, or like you said, the planets get consumed by the star before they can get away from it? Or I think it depends on how they migrate and they they develop their technology because. We developed it in a really weird way where we were like, hey, pasty ones, go away or we're going to eat you. And then they were like, okay. And then they went all up this way and they're like, hey, you other guys go away too. And then they went all the way over this way. Mm -hmm. And then later we were all forgetting that they existed. And then we're like, holy crap, there's a new one. We should kill him because he's got cool stuff. Yeah. And then in later years, we developed technology. So if aliens were like more like they just never left their main little like where they developed and they just kept yeah, they, building they probably were wiped out or there's also well, no, no, no. if they of... if they would have just stayed instead of like forcing each other into different mm-hmm. locations and then the whole racism thing starts uh if they would have just stayed there and built that one area they probably could have built their technologies faster oh absolutely what I was saying. they could have developed in completely <laughs> different ways they might not even have metal technology like we use they could use biotech and plants and shit we don't know it's completely you know that's insane there's no way to actually tell for sure so we don't know for sure why or what how they would have developed if they developed like you said in one cluster and then they develop more quickly there's theories about dyson spheres which are like vacuum cleaners no they're the little ball thing that they they use for the roller for the vacuum well it is a ball yes it's a sphere it's a construct around a star that blocks it off completely Absorbing 100% of the star's output of energy. Then nothing lives there. You build... The civilization exists inside the sphere. You build it at, like, say, the distance from Earth around a star. It's a, it's a, that's a super advanced future tech society, not us by any stretch. We're super advanced. We are garbage. There's our tech- We say that, but we don't know what other aliens are like. Maybe we are the most advanced ones. And that's the rare Earth theory. You're just nailing all of them without meaning to. You're so I'm smart. so good at stuff. You are. I'm you're, really good at just guessing things. You that's are. what this is, and that's what space guessing is. Yeah. So I'm basically a physicist, I think. <laughs> so rare earth theory is that we're it. There's It's super rare for life to develop. We were first, and if you're not first, you're last. And that you know, the others... Well, it's not that. It's not necessarily that. There could totally be life everywhere else, but think about how much intelligent life is on earth. Yeah. It's just like the 10 billion people ruining it. Yeah. So that's the, the rare earth is more like we're really unique and it doesn't happen too often. There's also that like maybe we're the first earth like because we're still fairly young in our galaxy. We're still we're on the outer arm. We cool, But there's still plenty of stuff cooling. Uh, the center of our galaxy is really old, but it's also being swallowed up by a black hole. So some of the first planets to have formed very well could have been sucked into the, the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way, and just, you know, no matter how advanced your alien race is, supermassive black holes will fucking eat you. But what if they, like, went to, like, their moon and then to another planet, and they just kept moving and jumping off? They could have potentially moved away from it. Like, what if they had stargates? It's possible, I guess. That's a thing. I mean, it could be a thing. We know wormholes exist. We found proof of wormholes. Yeah, that's because you dig in the dirt long enough to go fishing, and then you find them. Especially after it rains. I mean wormholes in space time. Theoretically, imagine if every time it rains in space, 
and a wormhole forms. Kind of, you're kind of right, actually, though, because the wormholes we know exist so in space. Good at this. Uh, they exist. Stephen Hawking from, hit me up from the magnetic fields of. He's okay. What? <laughs> what did I say? He he dead. Uh, other smart people hit me up for my good theories. Hey, Bill Nye, I'm here for you, buddy. There you go. Or Neil deGrasse Tyson, love you, man. Yeah, Pluto is a planet. Okay, so. The wormholes we know of in space happen when the, the magnetic field of the sun hits the magnetic field of Earth. Space storms. Yeah, basically space storms. We, we've seen evidence that there's bridges gapped between these two things uh, briefly, short periods of time. And they're micro. They're the size of So what we're saying particles. is, theoretically, if we hit that at the right time in a spaceship, we can fly super fast directly into the sun. Yes, That'd be a terrible plan. Yeah, it's, it's fucking <laughs> awful. But we know that they can happen then, theoretically. Uh, so what we could do is when the sun hits it to another planet, we can just tail on that. Yeah, so going forward in our show, I'm going to work on the premise that aliens exist. And if you don't think aliens exist, well, you're wrong, probably. So, probably, but theoretically, it's possible. I mean, yeah, they, they theoretically should exist, mathematically. That's where I was going with the Drake equation. To There's about you- a one in one kajillion chance. Like, that yeah. one of the various gods is real. Probably not. But that maybe. also took a weird turn. Or we're alien clones and this is a farm. I kind of like the idea that the Egyptian gods were aliens. I'm kind of on board with that. People, ancient Sumerians and Egyptian gods and stuff like that. Like, there's I, some weird stuff. Ancient that, alien theories are so bad and they're not smart or good because all they do is insult the human race. Uh, well, first and of saying all, the that human we are, race is so easy to insult. You were among it, and that's really dumb on your part. See, now you're being dumb. You're making me insult you, who is a human, so I guess you're so right. So you're really dumb, yeah. But wow, also, you're so good today. You nailed it. <laughs> also, <laughs> the whole idea behind the, the ancient aliens is that human beings were so incapable of doing everything. We're just little Tyler shitting in our pants that we can't, you know, build a stupid thing out of rocks. No, no, fuck that. That's not why I, that's not why I believe in ancient aliens. I 100% know we can You do- really think that there's people with dog heads and you're like, that was the aliens? No, absolutely not. I do. But the, why are you even, why are you like this as a person? <laughs> <laughs> How cool would it be? So, I, we made you, one in our religion that's a shark person. Do, yes. do you know <laughs> what the actual like ancient Sumerian religion is? Um, that there was spaceships. It was that the yeah, it was that the gods came down in suits to protect them from the sky on sky chariots that protected them from the sky, found primitive man and made primitive man more godlike to mine gold for them. Yeah, man, as a slave called, race. It was the alien cloning project. Yeah, it was a, we were it's a slave the race. Small grays. Uh, I don't think it was the small grays. Fine, it's the tall grays. It was the uh, the uh, An- Anunnaki and uh Anunnaki. The, See, we can't get Anunnaki. into that because that I mean, we can, but like, if you're sitting there going, "I believe in the Anunnaki," then you hate Jewish people because no, that no, takes I don't a believe real the, hard turn down that. I don't. The, here's where it gets different, though, because I think I take factors from everything. I think people have partial truths, and then they throw their bias in. Yeah, for some reason so, it's a real lot of anti-Semitism. There's a lot of anti-Semitism in the in the Anunnaki stuff. Um, but if you ignore everything <laughs> that comes after, I'm just talking like what we suspect. Like, we believe aliens. But they don't hate the Jews. Yeah. We, if you ignore everything that comes after, 
what people have added to the Anunnaki stuff past an alien race came and found us, genetically modified us for labor, and used us as a slave race. That's the only part of that I care about. I mean, then in reality, we should be able to, um, what's that library called? At Great Alexandria? No, no, the brain one. That's like the all of human knowledge is supposed to be stored in it together. And everybody's supposed to be able to access it. Mm-hmm. Fudge. All right, keep going. I'll figure it out. So if you ignore everything that comes after it, and you just take the bare bones of that, aliens, whether you, whatever you want to call them, came down, found primitive man, turned us into something that can work for them, smart enough or physically strong enough to do it, and then made us slaves. There's other religions that have other parts of that narrative, but in different ways. The Akashic Records. Yeah? We should be able to access those, and we would know. Well, can you access them? Some people can. But can you access them? I think if you try hard enough, I can, could. Can maybe. you access them? No, because I don't believe in them. Well, then we're going to move on from there. So, But that's a part of the knocking theory. There's, the, there's parts of the Bible and the, the Quran and a bunch of other things that reference the gods fighting in the sky with chariots that shoot fire. Well, doesn't like... um. What's the Hindu one called? The Itagata Vita? Yeah, something? something like that, yeah. Uh, anyway, don't they have like a thing about nuclear bombs in that one? Yeah. So there's, in ancient religions all over the world, there's references to the gods fighting with stuff that when you look at it from a critical eye in the future, seems like, you know, spacecraft and lasers and nuclear bombs and shit like that. Yeah, but also, if you look at like little kid drawings, sometimes they look like things that are definitely not. Yeah, and we're definitely applying our bias to the future aspect of it, 100%. I'm not arguing that. But if you take that look, I think it's not out of the stretch to say that if if the aliens came down and found us kind of bullshit, one of the things that would explain... They made us. Yeah, made us. Well, they found primitive man and then... De- no. They, they cloned themselves and put us here. I don't know if that one's true. You don't believe in that one? No, because we have raw fossil records. Okay, so here's my theory. Is that aliens came down. Kyle's just fighting with our producer, Jared. Well, no, I also just bought the middle finger one in Red Dead, which he just does this. And then you flourish and you go. <laughs> so, like, I was just walking around to people like, fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, my God. So something that we could explain the Fermi paradox of why we haven't encountered aliens or why we haven't encountered them in a big public way. I want to know, why do they pick farmers and cows? Because they're isolated. Why would you pick someone in the middle of a city when thousands or millions could see you when you could pick some dude in the middle of a field surrounded uh, by animals uh, that yes. can't speak? But here's another theory that I have. Okay, I'm listening. Have you ever seen the movie Strange Skin? Uh, No. Okay. Is that the one with Scarlett Johansson? No. I think it's Jason Gordon-Lovett. Anyway, he believes he was Joseph abducted. Joseph Gordon-Lovett? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he believes he was abducted by aliens. But it turns out he was just being molested by his baseball coach. Wow, that's super fucked up. Yeah, and so a lot of alien theories could be just chalked up to they were molested by somebody. I mean, I guess, And then guess, their mind yeah. takes the trauma... People makes it do, something your brain else. does fill in a lot of gaps and make entire narratives. So, yeah, that's totally possible. That's why I wasn't going into abductions, because I think most abductions are bullshit. <gasps> that's so fucked up to call someone's molestation bullshit. I don't think their molestation is person. bullshit. 
I think they're alien encounters. I just said that most of them probably are molestation. It's bullshit. I think the alien part's bullshit. What I want to know is why do you think it's bullshit? Because the idea of almost no one ever gets famous off alien stories. And usually they get ridiculed and their life sucks afterwards. Yeah. Why would they come out and make it up? Because people are dumb. You said that you agree that aliens touch our butts. Uh, I said it's possible. I don't think I don't think they. We had a whole conversation about touching butts, and that's how we got math. Yeah, I just agreed with you because you kind of were stuck on a butt thing. Nah, you agreed with me. You were like, you nailed it again. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> fine. Aliens are real, or whatever, and they don't touch our butts. They could. I'm not saying they don't. Did they give us fiber optics? It's a theory from Roswell crash that yeah. we got fiber optic technology from aliens. I think those kind of theories are really interesting about whether or not we got certain technologies like microwaves and whatnot from, like, aliens. Yeah. It's not that people are smart and can develop technology. No, I mean, they could, too. And they had to have No, developed. we're not smart. But Human beings barely figured out how to put a stick in a hole to get bugs out. I mean, we did make tools and nice. develop things it over time. Aliens. Maybe not. Gorillas aren't currently doing that with sticks. And they're going to then have tools soon. Well, and they're going to be the superior race. Gorillas are slightly different and have also been kneecapped by our existence. Nah, they're going to kill us one day. Maybe. This is getting weird. We should cut this part. This goes back to the Bigfoot <laughs> thing, where like the Bigfoot were the ones in charge and then we took okay, over. Let's bring it back to aliens and, and, using Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot is an alien. Yeah, Bigfoot's an alien. Strap in, folks. So... <laughs> <laughs> to turn us in a way where I lost myself. And I also back am myself. not entirely sure where we are now. <laughs> you were talking about the Fermi paradox. Okay, so the Fermi paradox is why haven't we encountered any? Because they're not smart enough either. Well, that's possible. You, yeah, that's one. One of the possibilities is they're not developed enough to actually create radio waves, or maybe they do biology-based technology that doesn't create radio waves, or maybe they just developed in a totally different way than us. I theoretically, if you made biotechnology, it probably wouldn't hold up in space because biology doesn't hold up in space. Yeah, because space is not conducive of living matter that we know of. Or maybe they're just more toxic than we are and they're busy killing themselves. And that's possible, too. They could have also hit a great filter. Most of them could have hit the great filter, wiped themselves out, nuked their planet, just let climate change run amok, whatever. That's all possibility. They could have also had some type of global pandemic that just was handled even worse and had a much higher kill rate something like really crazy aggressive oh you're really onto this like this is going to be the end of human humanity but we've come so much closer many times before how have we gotten closer remember the time when everybody had nukes and everybody was ready to use them you mean the cold war yeah the whole time that's still happening yeah well right now we're friends with those guys yeah so so it's not gonna happen though okay but we're not friends with them. We're pressuring China to dismantle nukes, and they have like 600, and we're telling them to dismantle them, and they're telling us, hey. La- last I checked, Russia- China doesn't need to nuke us to end us. Um, but that's the issue is Russia is, do you want to go into the China just has to right be now? like China just has to be like, hey, guys, you know how you owe us like your entire economy? Give that to us now. And, and then we'll won't. be like, no. And they'll be like, cool, good luck having things, and they just stop sending us stuff, and then America falls apart, and we evolve into civil war yeah and america and russia are pressuring china into dismantling nukes when america and russia have like there can be only two thousands thousands of nukes and china has like 600 and we're like you need to dismantle with us and china's saying 
reasonably, hey, when you have only 600, then we'll talk. But hey, I don't know what this has to do with aliens. Yeah, you were the one that went down this rabbit hole. I'm just no, you keep bringing politics into this story. I didn't. I was saying this is po- how alien stories get so weird, and there's like weird right wing and left wing alien theories. I'm not saying yes or no to anything. I'm saying that they could have wiped themselves out with a disease, climate change, nukes, the pl- the sun explodes, an asteroid hit. And a hundred year cold war between their cold country you see, and then and their you other bring country. it back to that. I'm not. I'm saying things you're saying. I never said the cold war you did. No, they had one also, a nuclear arms race. So you're saying they nuked themselves? Yeah, maybe. So or maybe like one of them got the space first and the other one got so mad that they destroyed the whole planet while they were stuck in space and now they're stuck in space just floating around. That's possible too. Maybe they maybe one faction got to space, nuked the rest, and then is now in the void somewhere. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. It'd probably suck for them, but... It's a really good movie idea. Isn't that what Wing Commander kind of is? Um, Like, there's no Earth? Yeah, they did. The right, Earth has gone in Wing Commander. Yeah. I thought. And they were just flying around trying to find a place to colonize. Yeah, that's what the Pilgrims were. They were the ones that could navigate the wormholes and stuff in Wing Commander. So aliens are just pilgrims looking for a place to replace their planet. And when they get to Earth, our sun gives them super strength and super speed and makes them invulnerable to bullets and then when they find out that other people from their planet are still alive and they come here and then they have to fight and then cities get destroyed and then a billionaire shows up and he you know starts helping and then there's a whole team of them and there's a man that's a mermaid am i am i doing it right no that one was that one was wrong that was a good one yeah that was a good one sounds almost exactly like DC Universe. Uh, DC Comics, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it could happen. I'm sure if you follow the like multiple universe theory that it happened in some parallel dimension. Well, how about that idea that, that there's no parallel uh, connection between us and aliens because it's it's separated by dimensions. And that actually the aliens that have come to Earth so far were actually just beings from our own planet but from another dimension. Okay, so that's an entirely different branch of... Fucked up, but <laughs> possible in that maybe all aliens or whatever we've encountered are interdimensional. Maybe there's than... actually only one solar system, but it exists in many dimensions. And when we look out the space and we see the other ones, we're actually just seeing through the veils to the other dimensions. So I just created a new alien theory. That theory is actually not super far off from a theory about the universe and inter and multiple realities, because once you get the universe is expanding. Now we're on a string theory. Kind of. Once you get... The universe is expanding. Once you get past the border of the universe expanding uh, at the speed of light... That's where God is. Well, the theory is that if you push past that point... You're in heaven. You'll get to other expanding universes. Oh, so, so those would one be... One of many? Yeah, so that there would be other realities... Expanding and working as we go. And when we touch each other, there's like weird time. And there could paradoxes. be crossovers. Yeah, there could be weird crossovers or bumping. I mean, it doesn't, we, you know, we think of it as expanding as a bubble, but it could be expanding in lots of other ways on different dimensions. You imagine it as a bubble. It's weird that I imagine it as a flat plane. A lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people don't think spherically or three dimensionally. I mean, it's like 12 dimensionally in space. Uh, yeah, there's something like 12 or 13 dimensions we can theorize. Yeah, like there's the dimension of of flavors in space. Um, 
you can see with your tongue in space. Well, they do get a weird copper taste in their mouths. That's called blood. And also, I heard that space smells like farts. Uh, I heard it smelled like burning. Yeah, same thing. Farts burning. But that's probably due to all of the immense radiation. <laughs> like constant, constant amounts of radiation. Do you think space cancer from radiation is worse than earth cancer? It's probably very similar. I mean, they both break know. down your cell it's walls. It's weirder because it's coming from a bunch of things. Nobody expects direct connection with microwaves. I mean. Except for that one movie where that guy put his head in a microwave. We've seen what could potentially happen from that kind of thing. I mean, people have accidentally had their hand cross into the stream on the, the Hadron Collider. And the, the amount of radiation. How? How do you accidentally go, I'm in this giant thing that's meant to do this, but what if? Uh, they were fixing one of the couplings or something, and it they like turned it on for a test run, and their hand slipped in, or I forget. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They don't have like a, a, a tag it and lock it system there? Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, as like, far as like I know. every warehouse ever? <laughs> hey, as far as I know, he lost the hand. Like, it's gone. It just disappeared? It's in no, no, it dimension. just, it got hit by the radiation, and he went, oh, that kind of burns. And then like within 24 hours, it like blackened and mutated, and like they had to uh, amputate it because it was... So not doing okay. We don't have time for the conspiracy theories about the hydrant collider. Are but you one probably, of those that believe in the black hole thing? It does create a black hole there. It's like true. But no, also it, it kinda. Also, it wasn't like even just a conspiracy theory. The scientists there were like, there's a small chance that when we launch this and it hits that, the earth might blow up. Mm. It's small. They they knew that they could create a black hole. It was all taken out of context. No. They said, the scientists, because I, I, I follow this a lot. I said it was like a near impossible, but it was a chance. They said, look, it yes, could it form a black hole? Sure. But it'd be a micro black hole. It'd be the size Big of a couple hole. of particles. Um, But people being people and not understanding scale or anything, were like, a black hole, we're all going to die. It's going to swallow see, up the planet. See, now, I'm not that crazy. But what I am is smart and a realist. And I understand that if the, one of the world governments is like, we can create black holes, we'd probably make a bomb out of this. Although I 100% believe a, a world government, like any of them... Not doing that? Would, definitely would. Would do it. 100%. Yeah, I 100% am on board with that theory. I don't think you can actually turn it into a black hole machine. No, man, you just get a bunch of them, and then you put them in like a thing. And then you launch it at someone else. Do you know how hard it is to build a collider that has the same kind of speed and scale we need to do any normal testing, let alone anything that could pump real power? Yeah, it's like 10,000 miles long. You know how hard it is to make a nuclear bomb? You just it mix those two things 10, together. 10,000 miles long. It's like that 15 is, million thousand miles long. That's the circumference of the Earth. 10,000 10, miles is not the circumference of the Earth. It's like 2,800 miles across the United States. Internet, if you know how wide the Earth is, tell me. Jared, what's the circumference? Are we talking of the about Earth? the surface, or are we talking? I'm talking about like the a asterisk, surface line. The, the, I'm the, talking the, like the outside part. I'm talking like a line, like if you walked the stratosphere. No, the surface of the Earth. I win. It's more than ten thousand. You're right. It is more than ten thousand. So it's just half, and be just half the Earth's circumference. Yeah, the half the circumference <laughs> it's the of the radius Earth. of the Earth. And they're gonna drop it on someone. You know what? If you're building something that big, you could just throw it from space. You don't actually have to. 
use it as some form of black hole machine. Anyway, no, I was just saying that they, with the ability to create it, they could come up with a way to use it in a, in a nefarious way. That's so you're all. thinking like a space death ray from the moon? Something that shoots black holes at people. I don't know. Maybe they put it in bullets and they make black hole bullets. And when you get shot with it, you get sucked into yourself. All right. As much as <laughs> black hole bullets is interesting. But if you're going to put a, the kind of effort you need for like colliders on that scale. Right here. It, but here's the thing. You're, you're, say, you're suggesting that governments won't spend their entire economy trying to build weapons. And yet we have like $400 billion that we just have no well, idea what they well, do well, with. I am saying that you're, think, you're giving the government too much interest in sci-fi technology. Here's what they'll we build. We have a space army. Here's what they'll build. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, this is what they'll build. Mass drivers. They'll take tungsten rods, probably 100 feet long, and they will drop them from orbit. And the mass and speed of that drop from orbit is the blast power of nuclear weapons without any of the radiation. And that's mass driving weapons is the simple solution of throwing a big fucking rock at something, and it works all the time. Right. But it's not the same as going and assassinating somebody with a black hole bullet. And then everybody's like, I don't even have any idea how you make that happen. And they're like, we can't blame nobody because who the hell made that? And then it's like decades and decades and decades later. And then we find out Russia has an umbrella gun that shoots little poison ice bullets. They weren't poison ice. They were poison BBs. Whatever. It disappeared. It was, uh, it was, what, rib, rib, it wasn't, it didn't disappear. Oh, no, no, no. America had the ice bullets. Yeah. <laughs> America had the ice bullets. Russia had the umbrella gun that shot the, those the tiny poison rib, boobies. Ribezone, rib something. I can't think of what it's called. Huh? Ricin. Ricin. Ricin bullets that, that, you know, pen, just murder. It's just yeah. instant killing. Yeah. We had the ice bullet gun. Theoretically. No, it was in court. They brought was it? it? Yeah, the CIA had to be like, yeah, so we did make this. I don't remember. I never saw anything about that. <laughs> I know we have There's the, lots of times the, the CIA has now. to be held accountable for things that they do, and they're just like, well, that's the whole thing with like the NSA and like National monitoring Security. everything people say and do. They don't not they don't monitor the CIA though. They do the CIA. Nobody does. The CIA monitors itself. That's how they were like a cartel for like wow. decades. But the NSA monitors basically that's why people that work in the the CIA, the CIA never have cell phones. I wanted to be in the CIA and then I was all like, I'm not good at computers and I changed my mind. That's basically it. All right, so All I right, guess so we'll wrap it up because we're not talking about aliens anymore anyway. Yeah, so we'll go into more specifics on different things in future podcasts. Um, this has just <laughs> been our kind of introduction to where we stand with aliens. And Slash weird rambles on a bunch of other things. <laughs> a bunch of other stuff, yeah, just all over the space. place. Yeah, because I'll just keep going. And I will always... Anti-government if propaganda. If you have something... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> If you have something you want us to talk about related to space or aliens or whatnot, you have stories. Maybe you were abducted and you think I'm full of shit. I was abducted one time. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> so, oh, boy, that went real dark real fast. It was closer to how I said abductions happen than what really happens with aliens. That uh, didn't we're, happen. We're, we're, That's we're, a lie. I made that up. Oh, please. So, I think. I don't remember. Please. See, that's the thing about memories. They're not reliable. Yeah, they're not. Please <laughs> message us any of your stories, what you want to hear about. If you want me to go into more Fermi Paradox, Dyson Spheres, whatever, at Dark Rum Podcast on Instagram or 
Dark Rum Podcast on Twitter. Or Dark Rum Stories. Or you can email us at darkrumstories at gmail.com. Uh, send me like scary back to school stories because that's what I wanted to talk about. But then we just got really distracted today. Yeah, well, we were kind of all over the place. I've been really wanting to go into aliens for a while, but it's a really big topic to unpack. Yeah, we're going to um, do that. And then I'm definitely going to do ghost stories about back to school because that's happening now. And this year, going back to school is already scary enough. And we're still down if you have stories about Shades of Death Road, local ghost experiences, anything like that. We're still definitely interested. If you have, like, a family member that, like, met Jeffrey Dahmer or something. Yeah, that'd be a cool, cool story. So please hit us up with any information you have, any stories, requests, anything you want to hear. Do you have your own scary, you know, scary stories, alien stories, theories? Compliments. Compliments. I like compliments. Like, share, subscribe on YouTube. I think we're supposed to do that at the beginning, but we always forget. Yeah, you know. Also, please give me five stars on Apple because that'd be really cool. And I haven't begged for a while for stars, and now I'm doing it right now. And also say nice things about me, please. Please! Maybe don't be so loud, and they will. Please. Thank you. Hey, uh, have a great day. Bye or whatever. <laughs>